Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Sunspots. It was written by Dave Sokolowski, and it is available from drivethroughrpg.com. Our game master is Tyler Hudak, and this is episode five. Our recap will be given by David Gasway. So, without further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? It's uh, late February 1926, as far as we can tell, although increasingly our sense of time is confused. Too many things have happened in the last few days since our friend Daniel Peterson asked us to help him retrieve his daughter from a religious retreat in Western Massachusetts. By the time we arrived in Red Valley, where the retreat had gone, we'd had been through her dorm, her friends, a blizzard and car accident, and we found ourselves in a sunny vacation valley. Increasingly, we have learned that this seeming paradise on Earth is some kind of madhouse where some 35 mysterious, uh, shining or reflective fist-sized stones have been distributed to a number of people who have all begun cults of some kind, worshipping one sun god or another. Every god in every pantheon we can think of. Some cults are big and some are small. Some are violent. Daniel's daughter Susan seems to be the priestess of her own cult. We haven't seen her since the night we arrived. She disappeared with her father in a blinding flash of light. Our friend Oscar disappeared with them and reappeared in a separate cult a couple of days later. There are two missing archaeologists in town and a tight-lipped wife of one of them. And the inhabitants of the town, which has expanded enormously, uh, are becoming restless and even violent. We uh, removed our things from the lodgings we were staying in and put them in the woods, trying to stay away from the strange, too close to the surface of the Earth sun that shines for too many hours in the day. But coming back out in the street, we were bumped into by a young couple who are fleeing a mob. And that mob seems to be now following us. Right, and that's where we will pick up. Uh, you all had run out of the forest or come out of the forest where you had set up a temporary camp to spend the night. Uh, and the young couple, uh, you're on Jefferson Avenue, if I'm correct. Uh, the young couple was running down the road, ran smack into you, uh, and began running away. Uh, and you see about a dozen uh, men and women coming down the road, um, just running after the other couple. Some of these people have um, been dressed in costumes to indicate who they worship. Do these people look like they're in street clothes or... Some of them look like they're in street clothes. Some of them uh, look like they are in uh, just what you would probably consider costumes from some of the different cults that you've seen around the area, uh, whether it would be the uh, the, the Egyptian one or, or the Greek one. They're all very uh, badly put together. Um, some of them look almost like they grabbed a bunch of sheets and made, you know, makeshift togas, uh, but they're all very dirty. They're all, um, you could tell that they're all uh, very tanned um, and just running down, uh, yelling and, and screaming uh, after this couple. 
And are they are they yelling any any words or are they just Rah! Some of them are like that. Others are get them, uh, and they they seem to be after these two for um, really no apparent reason. Time to go. Yeah, so we're we're running away from them most definitely. Yeah, this is near Pilgrim Park. Yes, so you are a little bit northeast of Pilgrim Park. Okay. Is there any alleyways we could run down? <clears throat> there are a couple of houses north of you that you could run to. Um, you could definitely run back into the woods uh, where you're at. There's no like really close alleyways. The, the houses are all you know, maybe about 10, 15 feet apart from each other. Well, what I don't say run to the woods. Yeah, if, if that looks like the place we can find cover and people won't see us. But that'll give away our hiding place. Only if they find us. I think that if we can hide in the bushes or the trees. Climb some trees. What about these young people? They look terrified. I mean, I assume I, we're running away from they, the mob while we yell at each I'm, other our I'm plans. Too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the couple, I think the couple's run. They've gone. Yeah, the, the couple has continued uh, down yeah. uh, the road. Let they they only briefly people. stopped when they ran into you. Uh, and this, uh, the, the whole mob of people is probably about 30 or 40 feet getting closer to you. So well, we should definitely get out of the road. Let's see if we can bob and weave and get behind something so that they don't know where we've gone and they just keep running after those, those other people. Okay. Um, well, then everybody give me stealth rolls. Is, is is a 96 a good roll? It's it matches mine, which is 04. I got a um I got a hard pass. Okay. So, I passed, not great, but I passed. Uh, what about Odie and, and Butch? Did, what did you guys do? 27 out of 30. My my big flipper feet are sticking okay. out. Butch, I'm sorry, did you pass or fail? I failed. I failed. Okay. So um all of you just kind of, you know, duck into wherever you can, whether that be, uh, you know, behind um, a, a bush or a tree, uh, whatever's closest to you. Um, everybody except for Butch and uh, Peter are able to, you know, hide. Um, the, most of the mob passes, uh, but two or three stragglers um, you know, are, who aren't keeping up with the mob uh, kind of come a little bit after as uh, Peter you stick your head out to see if anybody if everybody's gone and they see you and, and Butch you're just kind of hiding behind a, a tree that's just not you know wide enough um, they they see you um, and they uh, just scream out something unintelligible and you know head right towards you okay wait uh, I know that they worship Ra right that's the God. Well, they might worship any particular God. This yeah. is a this is a bunch of different people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I so think I'm, I'm assuming. So I'm assuming that at least one of them worships one God that I can name. So I'm like, greatness be to Ra, greatness be to Ra, and I start, I start trying to blend into the crowd by pretending to be one of them. Um, greatness give, be to Ra. Okay. Uh, give me a luck roll. <laughs> I'm going to do something similar. Okay, then, then both of you give me luck rolls. But mine's going to be more like, all hail the Lord of Light, the, the God of the Sun. I see. Not okay. to give a name. I, I got a four. 
that's really good. Um, so yeah, you, you both uh, start doing that. They're running towards you and they stop about you know, five feet away from you and they have these confused looks. Um, this close, you can see what, what they look like. They're, they're all um, kind of dirty. They're, there's dirt all over their faces. You can see remnants of food just you know down the front of their, their white shirts or uh, white cloths, whatever you know, costumes that they've created. Uh, and they actually look a little bit gaunt uh, despite the, um, the, the fact that they're all very tan. Uh, they hear you going and saying this, uh, you know, all hail the Lord of Light, the Lord of Light, and and Hail Ra, and they they kind of stop, and it kind of you can see this almost recognition on their faces as they then repeat the chants back to you, okay. and then just take off down the road. Yeah, I say the the, the non-believers went that way, and I point in the other direction, and and they they take off down that way, so, you know, screaming as ah. they do, and before you know it, they kind of turn the corner, and you know, you lose sight and. Uh, Got to jump into the bushes. Now. I can't believe that worked. That was quick thinking. What yeah. was that? What was that? What were they mumbling? Some sort of strange language. I didn't recognize it. Yeah, they were, they were saying, you lucky yes. bastards. <laughs> Given my uh, extreme success, I assume I scrambled up a tree like a squirrel, but I didn't hear what they said either or recognize anything in it. No, I mean, you, uh, from, from your, well, I mean, from, from all of your advantages, uh, you, you could hear them. They were pretty close. And you, even, you know, with them being very close, you could not um, make out what they were saying. It was, it was almost like they were just, you know, screaming out, you know, in excitement and in you know, just not knowing what they're doing, getting caught up in the moment and, you know, just sounding very unintelligible. Well, I think this settles our debate about whether or not we want to do our investigations by night. Oh. The stones yeah. might be powerful during the day, but the crowds seem totally out of control at night. I think we should get to camp and put two people on watch every two hours. Uh, uh, yeah, but we can take on crazy people. I can't take, in a st take on a stone that blows me up. I oh, think that if we, if we... I would much... Yeah. If we can't find the Petersons tonight, I think we need to get the fuck out of this town. Totally agree. I'm with that. I mean, yeah, I love them and everything, but I, I can brawl with a crazy person, but I, I'm not taking on one someone holding one of those stones again. If they don't work at night, they don't work. Boom. Well, we got to be careful because you're not just going to get one crazy person. You're going to get a whole mob of crazy people. Yeah, but we've got a butch. <laughs> right, but six of us just ran from twelve of them. Mm -hmm. We've got cars. Well, well, yeah, we could run over Mason, I'm not ready. I'm not sure if you're ready to actually pull the trigger on one of these guys yet. We need to try. That's why I read just, just as human beings, we need to try to find out what's behind this and see if we can stop it. I mean, these are all people. people and if we, we came here to protect Daniel and save his daughter. And if we can find the source of this power and turn it off somehow these people might all just go back to normal if i look up in the sky now the sun's like the, the too big sun it's gone oh yeah it's nighttime okay cool is there is a this, moon yeah. yeah is it bigger than it's meant to be no the moon seems to be at what fine. you would expect it to be 
And the stars and everything look normal? Yep, the stars and everything look normal. Where is this? And did we see the sun go, or did it did it set, or did it just sort of disappear? It, you know, it, it, it kind of did. Uh, it was very, very fast. Um, it, it was, remember, if you remember, you were in the, uh, I believe you were in the cafe when it happened, or, or shortly mm -hmm. thereafter, and the sun just kind of went down very quickly. It was almost like there was an eclipse, but, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the, the eclipse never passed. Do we know where it went down? No, you don't. You, nobody saw it actually set. And uh, the phase of the moon, which is dependent on its on the sun for its light, phase of the moon seems normal from the, a few days ago. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's a, a crescent moon, so it's you know giving you some ambient light, not not very much, but it is what you remember it being, and what you expect it to be. Now, here's the thing: if if the sun actually is the sun and it went down, then the crescent of the moon should be pointing in the direction of the sun, right? Yeah, like an arrow. Like a bow and arrow. But I don't know which way is north, south, east, and west up here anyway. We're kind of guessing, aren't we? It's not on our map from the Bell and Whistle Cafe. Well, I'm looking. Uh, and we know which way the road we came in on. I actually don't know. It doesn't show on our map north, south, east, and west. So, I mean, it, it, it's they're all twisty roads. Yeah, and it's a cute map, not exactly right. Something an engineer made. We could okay. we could um, hole up at the lake for safety, get out on like some boats or something. That way, we can't be surrounded. Well, then we just sit on boats. We're not doing. And why can't you surround a boat if you've got three boats? Um, and they were they were playing in the water you know so they're just going to come swim yeah. out and I, they like the beach a lot it's sunny down there Sick I think we should be in the woods unless we have some idea where to find denvi or simpson or susan or daniel and i don't have any idea didn't didn't somebody say something about caves or mines was there yeah, a mines this used to be a coffin mine yeah, there there were uh, copper mines. You you've seen from you guys had uh, looked through when you were at the library. You had looked through some like local history books, and uh, we'll say that you you found a map um, in in one of the books that kind of outlined about where the the mines were. And uh, if you go if you look at the top of your map, um, you should see where the, where the roads kind of go. The if you would go farther that in that direction, um, that's when you would start to hit uh, you know closer to where the mines are. Well, I have a funny theory. This the sunlight seems to be energizing everybody and sustaining them during the day. And as soon as the sun's gone, they become hungry and restless. But from what we saw yesterday, around nine o'clock, everybody's asleep. They've they've lost all of their energy. They've so my guess is that once, once I mean, it might happen earlier than that. That's when we woke up. But these people might all run all of this out of their system and then pass, pass out and fall asleep. 
where mm. they are, in which case then it's fairly safe to look around during the night. Mm. Once they've they've all run out of juice. Yeah, although uh, as the sun seems to be getting closer and this phenomenon, which has been happening as far as we can tell for months, is getting more extreme, they're also getting, well, extreme. you know, pretty ragged looking. Um, but it's worth a try. And I'm curious to see if there's anything in a mine shaft because these are rocks. This is a geological phenomenon. Right, right. maybe he found something in the rock, in the, in the mine. Um, I hope there's not a whole bunch of mines that we have to explore, but uh, I'm afraid to go say anything to Rebecca because I think she might be at least partly behind this. She seems to be translating scrolls, and of course we've seen a scroll that's got some very strange stuff in it. I'm wondering if we're I don't know what, I don't believe in magic really, but you know, in my my family, there's been some pretty weird stories. Sure. And if she's not part of it, she knows about knows something about it. So either way. Well, she's either she's either completely innocent and just doing her job, or she's helping the problem or or trying to stop the problem, one or the other. Well, let's look at it this way. What innocent person just doing a regular day-to-day -day job would stay around all this lunacy? Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe the uh, lunacy didn't start until tonight. Well, that's why she's been staying indoors in the day and only working at night. She's seen stuff we haven't. She's been here for a month. Why don't you talk to her about the scroll we have? And that will either get her talking to you or force her hand so that we know what side she's on. You could say you've seen the skull. Don't let her know we have it, though. Just say we, we're poking around and noticed it. When you went back for it, it wasn't there until we could find out what side she's really on. Well, we got it out of Arnold Simpson's place. Correct. You guys broke in and stole it. The key, yeah, I mean, I am breaking The thing is, is that if she knows that Arnold has it, they're working together, we'll be tipping our hand that we have the uh, that they need. Like I said before, though, she's never seen me. So if I pretend to go be an associate of, one of, what, of Arnold, she may talk to me. She doesn't know what I look like. Yeah, but she's awful close with Arnold. I'm wondering if we shouldn't break into her room. If you want me to do that, I if can you, do that. If you can do it stealthily yeah. so that she doesn't know that you've been in there, maybe we can watch the place and wait for her to go take a smoke break or something. Even if you can talk to her at the door and distract her, I can sneak in behind her through the window. I'm assuming there's a window in a room. Yeah, but remember, she's second floor. Yeah. And it's probably a room that's 15 feet across. She, I don't see how you can see. Finally, I get to do my job. <laughs> but, but she does come down at night and go outside. I could get yeah, it. If you keep a watch on her and you, you know, give us a signal. Like, Let's see cool if she comes towards the room. 
let's let's do like a, a, a three-point triangle. I'll I'll see if I can distract her and talk to her outside for a while. One of you hide nearby and keep an eye on me and her so that you can get a signal to Oscar. Yeah. yeah. She turns around. Hey, uh, Mason, I'm pretty sure you being a private eye, you're pretty good at uh, watching people without them knowing you're watching them. <laughs> yeah, I've got some experience with that. Okay, so he'll give me the signal when uh, when it's good to go. And Robert, you keep an eye on Butch and keep him away from any rocks that might suddenly happen to show up. Yeah, Robert, keep me away from the rocks. <clears throat> Butch, are you feeling better than you did yesterday? It's got a big oh, lump on the back of his head. Yesterday, I was fine. <laughs> Oscar hit me in the head, and that hurt a bit. Well, as long as you're convinced. As long as you're convinced that your behavior was perfectly normal, then we know that you're still crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, no. you're the crazy one. I've been fine all along. All I wanted to do was apologize to Rebecca. No, you for... didn't. She misunderstood my intentions. I just so did I. Okay, if if you were fine, and why did you go uh, try to go grab the stone in the church? Because I wanted to get rid of the stone. I wanted to do experiments. I wanted to make sure that the people were You're a driver. Out. You ain't an ex you, you don't do you ain't a scientist. And you don't know that. It's well okay, we have this I, argument in the street. Yeah. The street is pretty quiet. Let's let's right. move back over to the to the hotel. The hotel. Okay. So you, you head back over to the hotel. Are you going through the woods to get there or are you going along the streets? Now we're gonna try to sneak as best we can and avoid any crowds. Okay. But most likely the woods. Yeah let's stay to the tree line. Okay, you, you do that. It's it's uh, pretty easy to stick to the tree line and, and make your way for the most part there. Uh, along the way back, you see um, uh, you know a couple of groups kind of wandering around, but you see even more people just kind of passed out on lawns or in makeshift tents. Uh, and you see even more cars than you, than you remember seeing um, even during the day. Um, in fact, by the time you get back to the uh, the hotel, your cars where you had parked them are just completely surrounded by other cars. Of course they are. There's no way you're going to be able to get them out uh, without moving at least, you know, four or five cars. But you get back to the uh, Golden Nest Hotel. And I'm sorry, can I ask one question about yeah, the yeah. people we've seen? Anybody in white outfits like the ones we saw Susan's group wearing? Not exactly like like them. Uh, you, you know, I mean, like I said before, you you do see some people who are wearing kind of like makeshift white costumes, um, mm -hmm. whether they look like togas or you know, something along those lines. Um, it's very hard to tell if, if uh, you know it's the same people that you saw previously. Fair enough. Um, but you get to the, uh, so you get to the hotel, um, all of the lights are on, just kind of like you remembered the night before, uh, you can see, um, one or two people, uh, in the, um, uh, one or two people just kind of sitting in the, the living room. I'm assuming you guys are on the outside still. Uh, so, uh, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to casually walk around towards the back in the hopes that, uh, Rebecca, has stepped outside to smoke. Um, give me a luck roll. Okay. 
Uh, what is my luck? I got a 68 and my luck is 74. So barely making it. Yeah. Um, you, you get there, um, you don't see uh, her on the back porch, um, but you can see where her, um, her room is. And uh, you can see the, the light is on, uh, the, the shades are pulled, but you can see the, that the light is uh, on. Um, but you don't see any movement inside, uh, any shadows or, or anything like that. And you do know from looking in before that the desk that she was sitting at is right in front of the window. So I, I might see her head or something. Or right, right. Yeah. Um, well, I look around at the other guys, like maybe I should... I should tell her that I found this scroll. What do you think? Is that risky? I don't think you should have it on you if you're going to do so. Well, I'm trying to get her to come out of her room. Is there is there a right? Is there like a gap in the curtain? I'm sorry, two people talked at once. Sorry, is is there a gap in the curtain? A very tiny gap. What and if she's armed? Is she just wants the scroll. What's yeah. We know she's armed. She pulled a gun on Butch. Right. Um, she might just want the scroll. So um, if you tell her you know where it is, but don't have it. Well, she's immediately going to know that we broke into Arnold's place. If I just tell her that I have this old scroll that I found, I don't know. It seems kind of tenuous. Uh, um, everybody give me a listen roll. Just mention Astaroth to her. I already did. Yeah, and you caught her attention with that. Um, I got a hard pass. I one listen. Oh. What was I rolling? Listen, listen, listen. I got a forty-two. What is my? I got a ninety-nine. Yeah, I passed. I failed. Ninety-two. You just happen to have off. your fingers and your ears doing this. My ear fell off. So, for those who who made their listen roll from the outside. All of a sudden, you can hear a raised voice, uh, her raised voice coming from her room. Um, and all you hear her say is, you take care of this now. I refuse to have you mess up all my work because you're too damn lazy to do your own. Now go find Simpson. And then you hear a door slam. Uh, about 30 seconds later, you see a man walk down the stairs. You can, you, from, the, from your back vantage, you can see you know, where the, the stairs go down. You see a man walk down. Um, and head towards the front door and walk out the front door. It's, uh, is that Jason Taft? Um, um, you haven't seen Jason before, but it's not uh, a leap to, to think right. that that might be who it is. Um, we need to follow. I look at Robbie and Butch and I say, go, go, get, go get him. Don't get him, follow him. Find who here is guy. capable of subtlety? Well, Butch has called anybody. Yeah, walking over a string of tin cans. Tin I'm the most guy. subtle person in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very subtle. Um, Petey, Petey, can you distract her at the door? What do you want us to do with him? Just follow him. I want to know where Simpson is. If he's going to find Simpson, yeah. All right, go follow him. Okay, I'll follow him. I'm, I'm going too. Okay. So Butch, so don't screw this up. The ones who are not following him, what are you doing? Um, well, we're trying to work out well, how we're going to get her out of that room. Um, well, if someone goes and talks to her at the door, I can try and get in the window. 
Wait, is Robert also coming with right. me? Uh, well, if I can get her out and into the attic, then you'll have clear access to the door. Um, I, I, I'm just gonna. This might be this might be blowing her cover or something, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and. All right. So so what we'll do is we'll um the those who are trying to follow Jason, uh, you kind of circle around to the front. You can kind of by the time you get up there, um, you know you have to kind of hop over a fence and uh you know scoot around the building. He is about half a block or so away from you. Um, give me stealth rolls. I made it exactly. I failed. How badly did you guys fail? I have a 40 and I rolled an 80. Okay. Um, you, you start moving down the road. Um, he gets about, he's heading uh, down uh, boardwalk towards the, the, the lake. Uh, and he gets about to where Washington Avenue meets at it, which is the first road before uh, the road in front of the lake. Uh, and, he, and he turns, and as he turns, he catches a glimpse of, of Mason and Butch. Uh, and you can see that he sees you, uh, but then he, he looks away um, almost as if he just saw that, that you were there and walking down the road. He didn't seem to be alarmed by you. Uh, but as he does that, he turns the road and it kind of disappears in front of the building. Don't let him catch you again. Yeah, do, I'm, uh, I think so as to not make him, since apparently he's not suspicious yet, uh, I'd like to try to loop around the block ahead of him away from you, Butch, so that we're not seeing both of us right on our tail, his tail. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna go to the left and try to loop around in front of him. Okay, how about uh, Robert and I will follow from the back. You try to keep right in from the front. Toward and, the front. Yeah. Okay. And we'll uh, try to stay further back. Okay, you, well, you can be in the closest. Robert, you're, you're going, you're trailing him too? Yeah. Oh, all right, sorry, I misheard. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so you can, uh, so so Butch and Robert, you, you guys are, are going to continue on, uh, and Mason, you're going to kind of loop around, correct? Okay. Um, Mason, you, you turn the corner, and you can see that he's still walking. Um, he seems to be heading towards kind of like the, the town center. Uh, Butch and Robert, um, you kind of go uh, along, in, in order to, to – um, to kind of you know go the back way, you're you're basically cutting between you know a number of houses, and and as you go, you're kind of hopping over people who have just kind of sprawled on the ground and are and are fast asleep. Same condition that you've seen already, where you know they've got you know the, all these dirty shirts, uh, food remnants all over them, uh, and are just you know completely passed out. Um, everybody, give me stealth rolls again. Made it. I'm not worried about these people. They're not likely to wake up. I got an 09, so I'm much better off. Yeah, I succeed too. Okay, so you, uh, Butch and Robert, you're able to kind of you know move a little bit fast, and uh, before you know it, you're kind of uh, 
going alongside of him uh, about a house length away. You're kind of skirting behind houses, uh, but you know, you're kind of following him that way. Mason, uh, you, you start going down the road and uh, he seems to be, you know, pretty, uh, pretty oblivious uh, to all of you. Um, you're Mason, you're about 20 feet behind him at this point. And he, he doesn't seem concerned about being followed. Does he seem to be moving urgently? And does he seem like he knows exactly where he's going? Uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't seem to be moving urgently. In fact, you know, you kind of get the feeling that he's just kind of, you know, taking his time. Uh, as for where he's going, he, he gets towards to uh, where Main Street intersects with uh, Washington Avenue that you're on. And he starts to make a left uh, heading to, uh, towards the lake. All right, I'm staying on him. Okay. Um, Robert and Butch, you're, you're going to as yeah. well? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, you, uh, he starts going uh, towards the lake uh, and um, he gets to uh, the boardwalk on, on the lake or, you know, the road along the lake, uh, makes a left and uh, then immediately uh, kind of turns around and uh, before you know it, and you know, you're all kind of trailing him from behind so you, so you can see this, you had good enough rolls that you know, I'm not gonna make you roll again. He gets to the ray of light, or I'm sorry, no, he gets to the, uh, the old bakery, which is now the, um, the Saul gift shop, goes around back and goes into the back door. Does he use the same key we did? Uh, it's pretty dark, but you did see him kind of reach around and grab the key. Should um, we just go in and confront him? I mean, I don't see the point in this. We've already been there and we know where he is. So maybe we could go in after him and see if he's, if he's left anything. Yeah, I'm wondering whether he's going to come out with Simpson and whether it's worth just waiting rather than alerting them that we're here. Because she said to get Simpson, right? Yes. Yeah. Go find Simpson. Go find mm -hmm. Simpson. So maybe he thinks Simpson's here, and we know he wasn't there, and he's just going to leave and try someplace else, in which case if we alarm him now, we're going to lose the opportunity. We already searched the place. Yeah, right, well, so you, you guys are, are standing in the back. Let's jump back to, to the others. Uh, so, Peter, what are you going to do? All right, so... Oscar's going to sneak in once I get her out. Odie is going to be the lookout to warn Oscar if she's coming back. Okay. So I go up to her room and uh, I knock on her door. And as soon as you knock, you hear her on the other side and you kind of swear under her breath and say, what do you want now? Rebecca, it's, uh, it's uh, Peter Gilman. And you hear her go, oh, um, I, I'm sorry, hold on a second. And you, you can tell that she's, she's definitely angry. Uh, it takes a, a second or two for her to get up. You can hear the chair sliding. And she kind of opens the door just a little bit, kind of hiding half behind the door. Okay. Uh, can I tell if there's anybody else in the room? Or is it just, can I tell that there's nobody there? Uh, give me a spot hidden roll. Forty-five. My spot hidden is sixty. Yes, I passed. Yeah, you're fairly positive that she's alone right. in the room. Rebecca, um, there are droves of people wandering about town out there, uh, almost in uh, a riot. Uh, they, they've all gone crazy. Um, we were. We it was all we could do to sneak back and get over here. Um, one of these crazy 
assholes dropped what looked like some sort of a scroll. I, uh, I grabbed it. Uh, I've got it upstairs. I thought maybe you'd like to see it because it's in some foreign language, some Semitic and Greek and. Uh, give me a, uh, she, she, so she looks at you and she's, she definitely becomes interested when you, you mentioned the scroll. Uh, and, but she's kind of eyeing you a little warily. Um, mm. And so go ahead and give me a persuade roll. Okay. Oh, one. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, so she, um, I love it when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> she, you can tell she's, she's uh, thinking in her mind what, what she's going to do. Uh, and it's, at one point she seems to be wavering a little bit towards not uh, doing anything. Um, and then she finally says, all right, um, you know, wh- where is this scroll? I've got it up in the attic. We're up in the attic. She says, I, I don't know if I'm going to uh, to go up to the attic. I tell you what, bring it down into uh, the living room and we'll look at it there. All right. All right. Are you sure? That's uh, well, all right. Yes. Uh, and she um, comes out, turns around and locks her door. Okay. And then goes downstairs. And I, well, so now I've gone upstairs. She's walked downstairs and I grab the scroll and I start downstairs so I probably see Oscar. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I head down with her. Okay. Yeah. As, uh, so Oscar, what are you doing? Um, so as soon as I kind of get the signal from from Peter, I uh, I yeah pull out my I've got my full kit with me. I've got my big satchel which I put all my my um, my booty in and stuff when I get it. So I'm I kneel down and get. You know, obviously check the lock and check what kind it is and pull out the, the tools and bits that I need and get to work. All right, go ahead. Uh, Odie, while he's doing that, what are you doing? Now, they're down in the common room or whatever, right. correct? Yes. And there's a set of stairs that go back up to the room, right? Yes. So I'm going to sit on... Uh, if I sit on the top of the stairs, I could still see the common room? Like the first flight. Yeah, I mean, you, you can you can you can see some of it. You can't see the entire thing. Well, I'm gonna go like three quarters of the way up, sit down, and take out a deck of cards and light a cigarette. Like I'm messing, sitting on the stairs, having a cigarette, okay. adding earshot supposedly of them talking. But that way, if she gets up to walk back up the stairs, I'm just gonna walk up the stairs like I'm going back to the attic where I'm staying. Okay. Um, I've got a sixteen, so I passed. Okay. Uh, so you're able to uh, get the uh, the door open without an issue. Uh, it, it pops open. What, what? Cool. Um, so I go in. Um, I'm assuming um, Peter's given me a bit of a like rundown on kind of what important scrolls and all that sort of stuff are going to look like. Plus, I feel like I probably have – I do have some appraise, so I'd probably know – what look genuinely old and, and stuff like that. So um, you can figure out what she's up to. So yeah, pretty much. So I'm going to grab pretty much every, I'm going to rob her. 
well, you, you, you walk in and there are just papers everywhere. The, the, you see four other scrolls, which look very similar to uh, the one that Peter had, and they have the same type of, uh, you know, markings on them and translations on them. And I mean, there's just papers and scroll, uh, the scrolls just scattered all over the room, all over the desk. Okay. I'm just opening my bag and just throwing them all in my bag. Okay. Yeah. Um, Peter, while you're down there, uh, you know, she, you know, you come down, uh, she is, is there, uh, and, um, uh, okay. What are you, what are you doing? So I oh, by the, when I, when I went in, I closed the door and locked it behind me. Okay. I'm, um, I'm just going to immediately start rattling off stuff. Uh, you know, uh, we were, uh, like, I'm going to tell the, the, my whole life story before I actually open up the scroll. Um, we arrived here, we were out in the town, people started rioting, we had to hide in the woods, we, uh, you know, we were near uh, uh, whatever street that, uh, that shop is on, uh, there were people running around with forks and, and I mean, not forks, uh, rakes and, and pitchforks, and, and uh, somebody dropped this, and I thought, that's strange, I mean, it looks like a, here it is, it's like a, a parchment, and uh, I, I snatched it up. I don't know who, who dropped it, just somebody in the crowd. Anyways, it looked like they'd broken window. I was going to go on and on and on, give them as much time as possible. Finally, I sort of unroll it. And I say, now... And I, this whole time, she is just, you know, st uh, kind of absent-mindedly nodding, and her eyes are just fixed on uh, the scroll. It did... Uh, you had it in in the uh, the case that you uh, were carrying it in, or did you just have the the scroll itself? Um, at this point, I don't have it in the case. The case is still upstairs. Okay. Okay. And I'll say, uh, did she ask me about a case? No. Okay. No, so I, I just see. wanted to know how how right. you were presenting. right. So I, I just had it rolled up. So I unroll it. Pardon the interruption. Just a point of order didn't we move everything into the woods out of the attic i thought you had the scroll on you for safekeeping i did have the scroll on me yeah so we'll say i just pretended to go up to the attic and get it but I right that's what i figured you okay did. all right um so okay i've unrolled it and i i i say uh now some of this i think is probably semitic and this is definitely some old ancient greek and uh, I sort of, I, I sort of lean over it like this, and I'm saying, now is this word conjugated this way, or I mean, do you recognize this kind of language? And she starts looking over it. Um, give me a psychology roll. All right. Got a sixty-five, which no, I don't. I don't, don't um, yeah, she she's looking over it, and she's kind of like you know moving her hands over, kind of reading things and uh, just kind of looking everything over. Um, and she doesn't really answer your question. She seems very much uh, more involved and, you know, concentrating on uh, the scroll in, in front of her. Um, and finally, she, she sits back and, and just looks at you um, and says, um, tell me again where you got this. Um, it was over near... Um 
I forget the name of the shop, something that had that where they were selling the rocks. Okay. Uh, and you just found it on the street. It was it, a crowd sort of was passing by and it just dropped from somebody's arm and landed on the street. Uh, give me another uh, persuade roll. Okay. Uh, persuade. No. Uh, she says, mm-hmm. See, here, here's one issue with the, what you're telling me. And, and Odie, um, um, you can kind of half hear this as well. Uh, she says, the, see, she points to some of the handwriting in the, uh, in the side columns there. And she says, this, this handwriting is my own. This is your handwriting. Yes. Um, and this other handwriting is a former associates of mine. She points to the other handwriting on, on there. And she says, <clears throat> what, what's interesting is I have the same, or I supposedly have the same scroll up in my room. But what, what I'm seeing here, you know, doesn't, doesn't quite make sense. So either, so one, one of two things is, is going on. Either you're, either you got it um, and stole it from somebody or you're working uh, with my former uh, co-worker, but either way, I think you're lying to me. Are you referring to Arnold Simpson? Yes, and uh, it's interesting that you would know who he is. Well, I mentioned him earlier to you. I told you he was in town. He's apparently the one who's selling these rocks to people. Okay. Uh, and she kind of sits back. Um, and it was near that shop. Okay. But you said that you have this scroll upstairs? I have a copy of this scroll. Um, Robert, at this point, you've kind of gathered everything into your, um, uh, into your bag. What, what are you doing? Um, is there anything there else, else in the room that's like, that looks out of the, the ordinary? Because I want it to look like, like a, a real robbery, not just all the papers. So if she's got any jewelry or anything like that lying around, wallet. Like, I don't want her to instantly think it was this group because, again, she hasn't seen me before. Um, or like if there's any, anything like just was, yeah. And I'm going to throw the sheets around a bit and look like I've actually searched the room properly. Um, so you, you, you do see like her wallet on a, a small dresser, a, a, a couple of small things of jewelry, nothing, you know, too extravagant or expensive. And, uh, in the closet on a like little stand is, uh, her, um, her luggage and she would have, you know, some things in there as well. Okay. Um, is her gun there? Uh, give me a spot hidden. Okay. I got a 25. That's a pass. It's a hard pass. You do not find it. Okay. Um, so at that point, I think I've pretty much got everything. Um, I've checked like under the bed. I'm, I've done a good search. Um, I'm going, so I've locked the door. I'm going to open the window and climb out. Okay. Um, and so then I'm going to, close the window behind me okay and then bust the lock okay um 
All right, so you you do that. And, um, there's uh, at least uh, you know a little bit a little ledge before it hits the uh, the, the walkway on the second floor. So you're able to do that. Um, you you bust the lock. Uh, so as this is going on, um, Rebecca is you know looking at at Peter, and she at this point, um, you know she's listening to you. You 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 can't tell. It, whether or not she believes you right. uh, but at this point she she sits back and um she looks directly at you and so to, to kind of describe the way that the room is um it's a uh, corner room in the house uh where there are um there are two couches that are kind of in the middle of the room in almost like a you know a, you know corner uh shape right You're sitting in one she's sitting in the other and okay. there's uh, a table in the middle, which is where the scroll is, and then there's like an easy chair on the opposite side of you. Um, behind you and behind her are two windows, and so on the opposite uh, uh, sides of the room are two uh, doorways. Um, one uh, leads uh, into the hallway uh, across from where um, uh, the stairs going up are where Odie is sitting right. and the other leads into uh, another room, almost like a dining room, uh, which then will leads towards the, the front of the house. But you're sitting in, in one, um, uh, the, the side of the, the room you're sitting in is opposite, uh, the door to where, uh, Od that leads up to the stairs where Odie is. Right. Uh, and she, she's sitting on the other, uh, uh, across from you where the, um, so she's facing where that the dining room is. Okay. Uh, and uh, at that point, you know, she kind of sits back in, in her chair uh, and looks at you and says, I still don't know if, if I can believe what you're saying. Uh, and she looks up into the doorway and says, what do you think? Uh, both Odie and uh, Peter, give me spot hiddens. Uh, 15. Yes, I passed that. Uh, that's uh, hard. Okay. Oh, did you make it? You're on mute. I just found it. Uh, 61 out of 50. Okay. Odie, from your vantage, you can't see uh, anything. Uh, but Peter, you look up to see where she's look, uh, looking and two men walk in the doorway. One is uh, a little bit shorter. Um, you know, not very muscular build, but he's, you know, uh, fairly well built. Um, you immediately recognize him as Denby Partridge. Denby. Uh, the other person behind him is a very large muscular man uh, standing with his arms crossed. And uh. Uh, as soon as she says that, Denby says, I agree with you, my dear. I'm not sure I believe him as well. So let's oh. cut back to the other group. Okay. Uh, Robert, uh, Mason, and Butch, you are um, kind of – so tell me where you're at. Uh, Jason uh, went into the back of the, the – So are you, are you just kind of standing back there? Or are you – Yeah, I'm encouraging that we wait in the shadows and see what we can tell from the lights going on in the building uh, and whether or not there's any indication that Jason finds Simpson there because I don't think he's there. I assume that all three of us are together and not in separate for hiding places. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, so you... you and we'll that. give him 15 minutes before we freak out. Okay. And we can probably tell a lot about his movement from the lights inside. 
Yeah, you can. Uh, you can see him flick on the lights. Uh, he goes uh, up. You can tell he went up to the upstairs to where the bedroom was. He was up there for about you know three or four minutes. Um, the light goes off. Uh, you can see the lights in like the, the back kitchen area and the front uh, storeway area uh, flick on. Um, and then uh, they, after a couple minutes, they flick off and he comes out. But as soon as he comes out, you see uh, – actually, give me spot hidden rolls. If you, what you see. I succeed. Oh, oh yeah. Four. Yeah. All right. So, so all of you, uh, you've been standing outside long enough that your eyes have adjusted to the dark. As, as soon as Jason walks out of the back door, you see a very large dark shadow moving up between the buildings towards the back as well. Very large, like bigger than a normal person? A uh, very big person. And shaped like a person. Yes. Uh, sit, sit back and watch what happens. Yeah. So you you just kind of sit back or uh, watch what happens. Uh, uh, Jason kind of stands there for a second. Um, you can. It, it's hard to make out you know details uh, in his features, but you can see that he's looks uh, very agitated uh, from when he came out. Uh, he's looking around. Um, he's just kind of looking up and down the lawns, looking up and down the, the houses. When that shadow finally makes it to the back, turns the corner, and for a second you see Jason kind of jump. Uh, he, he wasn't expecting that. He was startled. And then he gets a look of recognition on his face. Uh, everybody give me listen rolls. 49, 450. Skin in my teeth. I... You failed. Uh, Robert, what did you do? I passed, but not by much. Okay. So, um, Mason and uh, Robert, you can hear uh, Jason um, kind of, you know, let out this like little yelp uh, from a scare. Uh, and then he, you hear him, you kind of hear half of a conversation where uh, Jason uh, says something to this gentleman and he calls him by the name of Marcus and uh, says something, you can hear uh, the words Arnold Simpson, and then you can hear this other uh, gentleman who has a very deep voice uh, say something along the lines of, don't worry about it, it's been taken care of. Uh, and as he says that, uh, both men start to walk to the front of the, uh, around the building to the front. Wow. Um, quick thoughts, guys? I think, you know, my temptation right now is I've got a flashlight on me and maybe it's time to say hello and see who our big thug friend is. But that's gonna, you know, it's gonna tip our hand. Any thoughts? I think all of us need to have some, something to attack them with just in case things go south. So we should be prepared for an offensive. So you wanna follow them and pick up a stick and say hello in the street? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm ready now. What my fist can't do, I've got a Luger that can do it. Well, I think we're better off than confronting him back here where we're less likely to see people wandering up and down the street. Yeah. <clears throat> Hi, folks. Are you in town for the uh, solar festival? So are you, so you're back. You're probably back about 15, 20 feet from where they are, and their backs are to you. Are you going to 
just kind of, you know, just yell out and, and run up or, or how are you going to handle this? I'm not going to run up. I'm going to point a flashlight at him and greet them cheerily and hope for some startle and uh, response. I think we're going to wait back, hide for a bit, and uh, once they get close enough, maybe try and ambush them. Okay, so I think I've ruined that for you. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think he knows that we're there with him. Like, Mason's well, that's low. true. If I put a flashlight on them, they're not going to see anybody else standing in the dark behind the building. Yeah, so we're going to still stay hidden until they get close enough for an attack. All right. Well, they, you, Mark or Mason, you, you shine the flashlight on, on their face. Um, they're about 20 feet away, but even them with that, that bright light is kind of blinding them. They, they hold up their arms uh, and, you know, the, the, the larger gentleman yells out, put that thing down. We can't see. Uh, and he's got a deep voice and we've never seen him before. Does he sound angry, scared, Could, you know? Uh, he sounds more ticked off than, than anything else. Um, well, he's still going to be, he's still going to have sparkles in his eyes if I flip it off. So I'll just do that. Say, hey, sorry, man. Sorry, my good friend. Sorry, old fellow. He, uh, you say that and he just kind of um, waves you off uh, uh, almost, you know, kind of absent-mindedly uh, kind of pushes you, oh, not pushes you away, but, um, you know, just uh, says, you know, whatever, mind your own business, and, and turns around. And, uh, they Have you guys seen Denvi or, or Simpson? But at that point, um, they both stop, and uh, the, uh, they turn around, uh, and the larger gentleman says, what did you say? I said I was looking for a couple of gentlemen, Denvi and Simpson. They used to keep the shop here. Oh, uh, well, why don't you uh, come here, friend, and, and we can talk about this. <laughs> and when he says friend, <laughs> does that sound friendly? Uh, give me a psychology roll. <laughs> Got a 70 and rolled 14. Uh, it sounds um, kind of very faux friendly. Yeah. Menacing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I step out. I step out from the shadows with him. I they um. You know what? Let me. Okay, uh, Butch, where are you? Uh, I'm just behind Robert. You're sorry. Say that again. I'm just behind Robert. Okay. But staying in the dark, I assume. Yeah. Still okay. ambush ready. Um, no, all three of you, give me spot hidden rolls. Oh yeah, hard. Uh, I succeed. Okay. Um, so for the two of you that succeeded, uh, you see Jason kind of step behind uh, the larger gentleman. Um, who you, you heard his name was Marcus. Uh, he steps behind them and, excuse me, and um, you can see a Marcus kind of uh, reach into a uh, coat pocket as if, you know, he was going to grab something. I do as well doesn't seem to be uh, affected by it. Uh, he, you know, reach, reaches in, um, grabs something, and, and puts his arm behind his uh, his back. So anyway, fellas, you haven't seen uh, Denby or Simpson lately. Because I'd really like to talk to these guys about some real estate issues I've got. You know, this valley's booming. Oh, uh, Marcus goes, well, yeah, actually, we have. Uh, if, if you'd like, we can, I can uh, show you where they're at. 
are they, wait, they're both together? I thought those two had some sort of real, you know, pissing match. Oh, you know, they've, they've patched things up. Uh, are they staying in town still? Uh, yes. Well, okay. I, what do you say? I'm Bush. Let's have breakfast at the bell and whistle in the morning, and then you can come and we can have a proper introduction, because I don't want to wake him up. Oh, I, he goes, I'm, I'm sorry, your name is? My name is Gilman, Peter Gilman. <laughs> Peter Gilman, huh? All right, well, uh, we will uh, see you then, Peter. And he kind of starts uh, slowly stepping backwards away until, um, unless you guys do something, and, until he gets to the front where the street is and then he just kind of turns the corner and, and goes. Um, and you could definitely see as he turns, uh, there's a glint of light on, uh, he was definitely holding a gun, a handgun. Okay, boys, I think they've seen me and I've uh, used the only name I could think of. <laughs> Uh, but I think you should tail him if you can, especially since you're all so armed. Maybe I'll go back to the inn and tell the actual Peter Gilman that uh, he there's other actors. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, use an alternate that name. That was smart, well played. I didn't see anything in your position. That was, that was All right, well. Uh, okay, let's go forward. What do you think, uh, Robert? Okay, it's let's go. Probably good to see going somewhere. Okay, well, as you guys start to do that, let's let's jump back to the other group. Uh, Peter, you're you're sitting in the uh, the on the couch. Yeah. Um, I I immediately jump up and I'm like, oh, Doctor Partridge, I am so happy to meet you. And and Odie, you can hear all of this. Um, and uh, Denby Partridge just kind of takes a step forward. He's he's smiling. He kind of shakes your hand, um, shakes it a little bit, uh, you know, too tight, uh, and then sits down in the chair directly across from you. I, uh, I saw a, uh, a lecture you gave uh, two years ago on something. Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, I hope you uh, enjoyed it and learned a lot from it. I, I in fact, I did. Uh, I was just telling uh, Rebecca here, that uh, if you've been out, you've seen there's crowds of people. Well, I just recently arrived uh, this afternoon. Um, yes, I, I have seen them. I, I met your wife yesterday, and I recognized who she was. Ex-wife. I keep saying that. I'm very sorry. Um, and I, 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 you know, know, I know what all of your expertises are. I'm sorry, who's your companion here? He's my companion. And he just leaves it at that. The, the, the other gentleman who's, who's very large is just kind of standing there with his eye, his arms crossed in the doorway. Um, Odie, you can, you can hear all of this, all this conversation. Every once in a while, you catch a glimpse. You, you saw Denby kind of walk through that door, you know, across your uh, line of view. Every once in a while, you can see uh, just kind of the, you know, very front outline of the, uh, the gentleman standing in the doorway before he disappears back beyond your view. Um, Oscar, by this time, you've, uh, uh, you were climbing down, correct? Uh, down the house. Um, you kind of, you climb down, um, you're, you've kind of maneuvered yourself uh, at this point to where you're looking through, uh, you're kind of looking through one of the windows into where uh, Peter is and you can see all of this happening as well, although you can't quite make out what uh, they're saying. Okay, but I can say the, the four of them? Yes. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so I, so I, launch, I launch into uh, pretty much telling Denvi everything, why we came here, uh, the strange goings on in this town, and how they seem to be escalating, and my fictional find of the, the scroll. <clears throat> he says, uh, so tell me, and he stops you at that point and says, uh, so... T- Let's not talk about the the scroll. And he has a almost a hint of venom on his voice when he says that. Uh, he says, "Let's not talk about the scroll right at this second. Um, tell me what you think about what's going on here in town." Well, <clears throat> your uh, your ex partner apparently uh, Arnold Simpson has been selling some sort of magic stones to the locals. Um, they seem to pull people into some sort of dream world where they imagine they're talking to God of all things. And, uh, quite honestly, other than that, I haven't got the foggiest idea what the hell's going on here. So do you, do you believe that they're talking to a God? No, to be quite frank, I, I root all of my beliefs in science. I think that they're probably being exposed to some sort of mind-altering radiation. He kind of chuckles a, a little bit um, and says, interesting. Uh, well, I, I can tell you, you know, from, from my point of view, is that, well, well you're, you're an archaeologist by trade. Is that, is that correct? Uh, well, a little bit stronger in anthropology. But uh, I do archaeology, yes. <clears throat> and so you've studied cultures around the world, and I assume you've traveled. Yes. So you've seen, like me, who has done the same and has hunted around the world for various uh, treasures and, and, and knowledge, you've seen things that you probably can't explain. That is very, very true. Well, uh, let me tell you, Mr. Gilman, that I have spent you know my life looking for answers looking for this knowledge and when i came across the the scrolls that one of which you see in front of you Hmm. i had to find the rest of the knowledge Uh, and that's when my then partner mr simpson and i started uh, on our quest to find this knowledge unfortunately mr simpson decided that he would rather go do things on his own. Uh, and he was wrong for this. Uh, one could say he was dead wrong for this. However, he did find some interesting discoveries, which is what brought me to this town. You see, all of the knowledge that I've accumulated tell me that these, these people, as you say, are not, are not wrong. They, they are communicating with a God, not the, not the God that you that they think that they are from, from what I've seen here, but definitely a God and that God is coming and I will be the one who helps bring that God to these people. And he, he give me a psychology role. Okay. You can give me one too, Odie, cause you can hear all of this as well. I don't pass. I don't really have good psychology. But... 14 out of 40. Right, Odie, you um, you can tell he is just dead serious about this, um, 
and with that, he stops and he, he looks at Peter and he says, you know, based on what I've told you, you know, what do you think of that? Have you yourself held in your hands one of these stones? Do you possess one? I have. I, I, in fact, I worked on, um, I, I, sorry, sorry, let me start over. He says, I, I have. Uh, in, in fact, um, I received a, a couple today and, and have uh, one or two others in my possession. Uh, more importantly, I, my goal this, this afternoon was to determine how you know, these, these stones were coming into being. And unfortunately, it appears that knowledge was lost to me. Uh, through some circumstances we don't need to go into. With that, he reaches into his coat and pulls out a uh, leather bag, um, uh, or I'm sorry, a cloth uh, bag, which he uh, tosses on uh, the table in front of you. Uh, the, the, the cloth is, um, is a, like a cloth sack. Um, as far as you can tell, it, it looks very plain. Um, except for the fact that it is uh, basically ripped up. Uh, it looks like somebody has taken scissors or a knife to it uh, to try to get inside of it, despite the fact that you know, it's, it's not tied shut. Um, uh, and, and Denby says, uh, unfortunately, um, due to the incident, which we won't uh, discuss, the 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 way to make the stones is probably lost forever. But the good news is we have some still. Wouldn't they're, you agree? They're created? They were. We have reason to believe there may be as many as 35 of these stones in town. Interesting. I was not aware that there were that many. Who Do you possess any? No. I'm I'm afraid of them. I think that they're like I say, some sort of radiation. I would suggest that you get rid of yours if you have one, because I think that it is radiation. It makes you believe something that might not be true. You say, no, 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 it does not make you believe something that might be true. It shows you what the truth is. Does it have anything to do with this? And I point down at the scroll at the word Azathoth. And he looks at that and smiles and he says, it has everything to do with that. Yeah. With that, let's jump back to the other group. Uh, Mason, uh, Butch, and Robert. Uh, remind me again what you're doing. Uh, Robert and Butch, you're going to be trying to be trailing these guys. Uh, Mason, what are you doing? I was going to go back to the inn and report, check in on with Peter and company, and also tell them that we have uh, that, that, uh, the assistant doesn't know where Simpson is, but is in contact with this other dangerous character. Okay. Um, so you start heading back, kind of, uh, I'm assuming going back behind the houses, uh, like the way yeah. you came? Yeah, stealthy. Okay. All right, so, so you do that. Yeah. Robert and Butch, both of you give me stealth rolls. Oh, made it. I think all right. Um, Robert and Butch, you kind of come around the, the front of the houses. Uh, and as you do, you can see, uh, you don't see uh, Marcus, but you see uh, Jason turn the corner right then 
uh, about a half a block ahead of you going up one of the roads. Um, what are you going to do? Follow him. Okay. Uh, you start uh, heading uh, down. Um, you get about halfway down the block. Um, both of you give me spot hidden rolls. Oh, not a chance. You, you failed it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you, you get uh, just past uh, one of the buildings um, when out of nowhere, uh, Butch, you just get smashed in the face uh, by, uh, you know, a, a fist from, from out of the darkness. Um, Probably Oscar. Uh, take two points of damage. Yes. It just takes you um, from, you know, by complete surprise and uh, out from the darkness, uh, Marcus steps out, uh, laughs uh, at, at both of you and says, I knew you would be following us. Uh, Swing. Right. Uh, what is your dexterity? My dexterity, my dexterity da, 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 is 45. Okay. Uh, Butch, what's yours? 70. 70. All right, but you get to go first. What are you doing? Uh, I try to uh, kick him right in the knee. Okay. Uh, go. All right, go ahead and roll. For dexterity, right? Uh, no, the... this would be your fighting brawl. Okay, yes, sir. Yeah, uh, hard success. Extreme okay. success, actually. It's 11. Uh, it's, okay, so that would uh, extreme success would do max damage. Uh, yeah. So, uh, or probably, do you have any damage bonus? Uh, yeah, I have a damage of, I mean, plus one d four. Okay, so uh, what's kick? Kick is uh, a d three, right? Yeah, three plus damage bonus. All right, so, so you you basically just hit him, you know, right in the uh, in his yeah, and you can just hear it crack as you know, he starts to tumble down on one knee, and as he does that, he you know lets out this scream of agony and just uh, tries to to punch you again. Um, you can fight back. You can dodge. Uh, what are you What are you going to do? Uh, I try to restrain him with the intent of. Uh, subduing him to make sure he doesn't move. Okay. Just try to restrain him while uh, Robert maybe keeps. Okay. All right. So that sounds like it's uh, you're gonna be doing a move then. So roll fighting brawl again. I succeed again. What type of what type of success? Arts. Arts. All right. So you got you got a better success. So he. Lunges at you, uh, trying to uh, you know hit you, uh, but just your kick has just you know taken it out of him, uh, and you grab his arm and are able to kind of you know hold on to him. Uh, Robert, what are you doing? Hit him. All right, go ahead. I'll even give you a bonus die. <laughs> I don't need it. I knocked that fucker the next week. I got a critical success uh, on hitting him. So yeah, you you hit him right. Uh, oh, explain. You knock him out. So explain to me, you know what happens. Oh, and knock him out. Unless you're, you know, trying uh, to kill him. Uh, Let's put it this way: he's going down. So, so take, what take his wallet for one thing. 
All right. So, yeah. so, so you, you hit him, you know, right across the chin, knocks him out cold. Uh, you're, you, you easily able to grab his wallet. Yeah. Find out his name. Um, name is uh, Marcus Smith. Um, you see that he's a resident of uh, Hell's Kitchen in, in New York. Uh, and he has about you know $15 uh, in cash. You don't look too good, buddy. He won't be needing this money. <laughs> well, what are you going to do with him now? I don't know. I think we should probably. Is there no other paper or anything inside his pockets? You have no information about him. Uh, you start you're kind of feeling yes, around. Good. You you do find that he's holding a forty five automatic. Okay, I'm taking that. Okay, but other than that, you don't find anything else. Let's put, pull him up to the bushes so he's not like laying on the middle of the sidewalk. Okay, let him uh, sleep that off. All right, uh, Mason, uh, you uh, start getting towards the, the house, and when you get within eyeshot of the house. You can see Jason Taft just like running up the street, um, running towards the door of uh, the front door of the hotel. Okay, so he, he we parted in the alley, and he must have made good time to get here ahead of me. Although I was trying to be sneaky, uh, does he look? Um, what, what what is his affect? Is he just uh, running in the darkness? Does he look afraid? Does he look? urgent he looks urgent um he, he's running towards the the front door of the hotel and the ground floor is it pretty like are the windows like generous or am i gonna have to really follow him in to hear or see anything or can um, i stay on the safe porch and like watch at least where he goes right away you you can watch. I mean, you're you're hidden enough that uh, you can. He won't see you. He he yeah, seems it's very. Porch and it's probably fairly dark. So I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna loiter behind. I'm gonna come up the, to the porch behind him, and see where he goes. Okay, so you see him uh, kind of. You see him. You know, hit the front of the stairs. Um, Peter, right right before this all happens, um, give me a spot hidden roll. Okay. Uh, I passed uh, with uh, ten. So that's, you notice uh, you notice on the uh, the pouch or the, the sack that he threw on uh -huh. the table that you see some spots of dried blood on there as well. Okay. Um, and as soon as you see that, the front door of the house bursts open, and uh, Jason runs in, just kind of you know out of breath uh, in the hallway. Odie, you can see this. Oscar, you can see this as well from your vantage. Um, Mason, you see him him run in, and, and you kind of maneuver around so that you can see where the, the, the front door is, uh, or in the windows. Um, and he goes, oh, "You need to come, Marcus." He was a, uh, and he's just completely out of breath. He was a, he was attacked. You need you need to come now. Uh, and as he says that, you know, Rebecca, you know, her eyes get really wide. Uh, the other, you know, large gentleman uh, looks over to um, to Denby. And, and Demby is just, you know, staring directly at you, at Peter. Now, I'm descending the stairs with my suit jacket over my hand, a bottle of whiskey in the other, but my pistol's in my 
over my jacket's over my my 32. And I start to stand in the stairs like that. What's the commotion going on here, guys? What? What? Can a man drink in peace? What the fuck is the problem? Uh, and as you say that, the all of them look at you just kind of uh, surprised that, that you were there. None of them realized that, that you were there. Uh, and uh, Denby uh, stands up uh, and, and looks at Odie and, and looks at Peter and says, uh, I, I wonder if you gentlemen should, should come with us. Somehow I have a feeling this has something to do with you. I... Uh... Now I pull the pistol out. I said, put your weapons on the table first. Don't make any stupid moves. I got an itchy trigger. Put your fucking pistols on the table. Walk out on the porch and we will follow you. Do it now. Three, two, click. And I pull back the hammer. And Do I need to get to one? And Jason, when, when you do that, Rebecca and, and Jason tap, their, their eyes get really wide. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. Um, Denby just kind of smiles at you um, and just turns to, to, uh, to, to face you directly. Um, and the other, you know, very large gentleman does the same. Uh, and Denby says, I, I would, would ask that you put that down. Did I start or put your pistol on the table? I'm going to fire. And I'll uh, literally like you start. He holds his, his arms out. He, he's not holding a weapon. Peter, frisk him from behind. <laughs> All right. Um, sack up. Frisk him. Uh, all right. I'll frisk him. <laughs> so you, uh, I'm also going to... I'm also. Gonna... If they go to... If the person that Peter is frisking goes to make a move on Peter, I'm shooting the other guy right in the knee. Okay. I'm grabbing the scroll and rolling it up. Okay. Uh, I'm on the porch amazed that Daniel knows these kind of people and plays poker with them. <laughs> Me too. Hey, I've been nice this whole time, but you know what? And I'm, I'm still standing outside the window with my gun trained on them. I, I can understand Odie because he's my cousin, so he's protective. All right, so, so what are the three of yours uh, dexterities? Uh, I'm an eight. 80. 80? 55. Uh, I'm an 80. Okay. Um, so, uh, so this is what happens. Peter, you uh, reach down and, and grab this, the scroll and start uh, rolling it up. Um, as you do that, uh, Denby dives down, uh, dives for cover. Uh, and the other, um, the, the large gentleman, he, he um, goes and uh, tries to dive at Odie. Um, Odie, uh, you guys have uh, um, you have uh, you can go. So uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll. Oh one, oh one, bang, one zero. All right. So between the two of you, um, you. <laughs> Uh, Odie, you uh, hit him. Uh, the bullet goes, you know, right into his chest. The you know chest, uh, you know, just you know explodes out, and blood, you know, spatters all over the place. Oscar, you you shoot the the window shatters. Peter, you hear the the window and the glass shatter, and um, 
as just the bullet hits the side of the the guy's head and the side of his head just gets you know blown out the the other side um uh, peter give me a, a sanity check because this happens right in front of you and, and i'm guessing right. anthropologist doesn't you know see a lot of this well i got a 32 so that a pass that's better than half yeah all right so just lose one all right um Rebecca has has dove to the ground. Um, Denby has uh, dove to the ground as well. Can I also um, add that before that happened, I was I was getting ready to make a dash for the door. Okay. So when the gun actually goes off, I probably make a dash for the door. Okay. So so you make a. Uh, <laughs> You uh, grab the scroll, make a dash for the door. Um, Mason, you hear these gunshots go off um, and, and you can kind of see what's happening. What are you doing? Well, I was wondering whether Odie and I had run into each other like on the porch before he fired even as we were trying to follow the same action through windows from outside. Well, he was on the steps to the upstairs. He wasn't on the porch. Oh, I'm sorry. Not inside. I'm sorry, I mean... I wasn't on the porch. I was around the side of the house. Yeah, so Mason, you were in the front of the house. Uh, Oscar was in the back. Okay. Uh, right, so when there's gunshots and glass flying... Uh, I'm, fly I'm flying for the front door to, to bash Which is toward me. Right. Yeah, so you're about to run into Peter. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I think I'm at a window, not a door, but it's still... Uh, but I can see that, it's, that friendlies are in good shape. And I, I don't have any weapons. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to wait for Peter, I guess. Okay. Dude, could, uh, I couldn't overhear that he said something about Marcus. No. He was too far inside, I'm sure. Yeah, so, no. yeah, I'm just going to wait to talk to Peter because I don't know what's going on. All right, Peter, which, uh, which door are you heading for? The, the front door or the, the back front door? door? Yeah. Okay. So in order to do that, you kind of have to you know, go uh, dive across the, uh, the table. Uh, go ahead and give me a dexterity roll. Uh, 85. Nope. Uh, as you're doing that, um, you feel, you kind of jump over the table and a hand reaches up and grabs your, uh, uh, your uh, ankle and you kind of, you know, fall down. Um, the, the scroll goes rolling off in, in, into the corner. Uh, and, you know, Denby had grabbed you as, as you went through. Um, right. so we'll go around back to the top of the order. Um, uh, Odie and Oscar. Well, what is everybody doing? So, I've I've shot through the window, smashed. Yeah. Um, I've got my big coat on and everything, and I've got my big scarf. So I've got the bottom half of my face is covered. Um, so all you can see is like the scar coming down and things. Um, I'm jumping through the window, so I'm like kind of hiking myself through. I'm in the room, um, and I'm I'm going for the the bag that's on the table with the rocks. Okay, well, give me a uh, dexterity check first. Okay. Uh, 41. Um, I'll spend one luck, uh, one luck to make it a hard. Okay. Oh, next one. I'll just do a, I'll just do a sick, normal success. Yeah. All right. So, so you get in uh, to the, the front of the table or you jump through the window, you get in there, uh, grab the, the uh, bag on the, um, on the table uh as you grab it you can almost feel like there are stones inside of it it almost feels like there's five or six stones inside of it um okay. Odie, what are you doing 
I am training my gun on. I blanked on his name. What's the the other guy's name? Uh, Denby. Denby. And I'm saying, Denby, it was a simple request. You had to fucking listen. You couldn't listen. You don't speak English. And I keep in a train to him. And I'm reaching down and picking up the scroll. And the scroll is in, in the opposite side of the room from you. So you're going to okay. have to go across the room. And- well, I'm walking backwards with the gun drawn at, and still pointing at him. I'm like, it's a simple request. Now your associate is dead. Do you want to join him? And I'm like walking backwards, like leaning this way together. I'm not taking my eyes off of him. Okay, uh, Peter, what are you doing? Uh, well, now that I'm, I'm flat on my face, um, uh, and somebody's got a hold of my ankle, uh, I, I roll over, and I pull out my uh, Beretta 9mm and point it at whoever's holding onto my uh, ankle. Yeah. Let go. I don't know why, as a private investigator, I'm the least armed person in this community. <laughs> Because but we didn't expect any of this to happen. <laughs> seeing, since you were running toward the front when Denby grabbed you, I think I could see that from the porch. Right. And, and that's my cue to, to hurry inside and see what And, and I the could. scroll should be right where you are because I would have fallen face forward and let it go. And if there's anything like a, you know, a cut glass vase by the door or something else that I can pick up and wield, I'm going to grab that as I go for the scroll. Okay, so action sequence. So th- this is what happens. So you know, Oscar has jumped in. He's grabbed the, um, the, the, the pouch on the table. Uh, Odie, you're backing up, um, gun trained on, on Denby, uh, you know, reaching back for the, the, the scroll. Um, Peter, you're, you're standing up and, and you're you know, trying to do the same, correct? I'm actually laying on my back now because he's got okay. a hold of my ankle. Okay. And then, uh, Mason, you, by this point, you know, you're able to, to, to get into the room. As all of this is happening, um, Denby just kind of uh, lets go of uh, your ankle, Peter. Uh, uh, you can see with one hand he had your ankle. With oh. the other hand, um, you can see he's holding something. And before anybody can do anything, you can see uh, in his other hand that this bright light starts to fill the room. Uh, and before any of you know it, you are just completely blinded by this, you know, large flash of light. Um, you go blind for uh, you don't know how long. The, 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 the light, uh, you know, has disoriented you. Um, when uh, you, f- what, are you, what are you doing? Back up against the wall. Okay. Um, I guess I'm covering my eyes. I was going to shoot, but now that I'm blind, I might hit somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm arm up and to the floor. So, uh, by um, I, so when I grabbed the rocks, I, I put them straight into my bag because I don't want to be touching them for too long. So I've thrown them in the bag. When that happened, I guess I'm trying to back up to kind of jump back out, like get myself back out the window. Okay. Um, so, uh, Oscar, give me a dexterity. Actually, Oscar, give me a luck roll. Give me a luck. Okay. Uh, I got a 15, which is a pass. So you, you, you back up. You feel where the, uh, the window is um, uh, from, from where you're, you're feeling around. Uh, and you, you figure out how you can you know, kind of tumble out the back uh, yeah. of the window. Um, everybody else 
it takes about 30 seconds or, or a minute for, for your eyes just to, you know, start coming back and you still see spots all over the place. But once the, uh, the light comes uh, and fades away uh, and you can finally see, um, you're still in the room um, looking around. You can see that the scroll, Peter, that you had dropped uh, is no longer there. And Denby and Rebecca are also gone. What about all the stuff that uh, Oscar grabbed? Uh, Oscar still has everything that he uh, he had taken. Um, let's jump back to the other two. Uh, Robert, give me a spot hidden roll. I made it. Okay. Um, as you and Butch are uh, pulling um, uh, Marcus's body or unconscious body, I should say, in, into the... Um, into the bushes, you you kind of you know pull pull it back. You turn around, and just as uh, you turn around, you see Butch taking a swing at you. Uh, uh, Butch, go ahead and roll. Uh, Robert, you can either roll dodge or, or fight back. You, you saw it in time. I succeed. Hard success. I'm going to fight back. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Oh, yes. Hard success. I mean, uh, critical success. I got a nine. All right. So, uh, Butch, you, you swing at uh, Robert. Uh, Robert is able to parry the blow and just responds with a, uh, with a jab right into your, uh, right into your face. Um, oh. Go ahead and roll damage, Robert. Oh, what Butch is that? Die. A D three plus D four. We're all on our own even hit points. <laughs> He's lost seven hit points. He could die. It's six points total. Oh! Oh, right in the nose. Those, <laughs> no, those is the other. We're all sort of friends. Yeah, yeah but but you you go you go you know taking a step back, covering your face because uh, all you can see now are spots and blood. Okay, and at this point, I think I try to snap out of it, and I am like, wait, where are we? <laughs> That's like, why is there blood all over my shirt? Why am I holding a gun? What happened? Where is Priest Cecilia? Drop the gun. And then I dropped the gun. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, Robert, what happened? You tried to hit me. What? Why would I try to hit you? Because you're uh, crazy. What, what happened? Last thing I remember was we were talking to Priest Cecilia. And that's all I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep your distance, boy. I swear I'm going to have to teach somebody a lesson. Young whippersnappers. I don't know how old you are, actually. Well, with that, where what are you two going to do? You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking... Marcus is going to come around sooner or later. Let's not make it easy for him. Let's take his clothes. 
okay. It takes you uh, a couple minutes. Uh, you're able to, you know, kind of strip him down. I mean, he still can get up and walk around, but he's going to be a lot more noticeable if he does his say. It's the same thing you do to any of us when we get drunk at, the, at, a, at a card party or poker. <laughs> it's like, Peter's drunk. Let's strip him and let him walk around. <laughs> Let's steal his clothes. All right. What after you guys do that? What where are you going to go? Oh, actually, um, we'll say you, you do that. You you kind of strip him off his clothes, uh, and then you both hear gunshots off in the distance towards the hotel room. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, we better run the. I say that, and I start dashing towards the. I pick up the gun that he dropped and carry it just in case we need it later on. Okay. Uh, the, go after them. All right, so you two start heading there. Uh, the other four of you, uh, your vision has come back. Uh, what What are you doing now? I'm like, um, oh my God. We so get our vision's back. There's a, a multiply punctured corpse on the floor. Yeah. And no sign of the scary people. No. Um, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I imagine they've just gone upstairs to get all of her stuff, and they're going to realize that it's all missing, and they're going to come back downstairs. We've got to get the fuck out of here. Everybody okay? Um, I'm fine. Did you see where when, Oscar When oh. I got fell out the window, I hit the ground, and I rolled until I could feel, like, bushes around me, so I, like, rolled myself <laughs> into the bushes. Okay. Um... So I kind of, once I know my sights back, I kind of, kind of look around outside to see if I can see any, especially, can I still see her window? Yeah. Can I see any movement or anything up there? No, you can't. Okay. So I, I get up and come back to the window and, and, uh, climb in. I'm pretty much just around about the time when you guys are saying, uh, you know, asking where I, where I am. Um, if I see Oscar, I'm like, no, no, go to the hideout. <laughs> okay, so I, instead of climbing in, I go, and I just sprint off. We got to go, too. Get the hell out of here. Okay. These people are as batshit crazy as the rest of them. And as soon as you guys uh, leave the, the front uh, of the hotel, Robert and Butch, this is when you guys come up and you see the rest of them kind of running out. Go, 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 go. <laughs> They're really? running. Go back the other direction. Why is Butch's face bleeding? Okay. I'd, I'd like to grab the uh, the firearm from the corpse before we leave. Okay. Because I'm feeling really underarmed around here. What was the gunfight all about? We'll tell you when we get back. I'll tell you, uh, oh, Rebecca is not only in on it with her ex-husband, but also a, a group of thugs. I knew it. I totally know something fishy with that woman. Yeah, well, this is a, this is a big, ugly cabal of maniacs. They've got their own rocks, and they're uh, and they're worshiping them and thinking that God's talking to them. They're fucking crazy. They Peter, don't got shit. Peter, I'm really sorry you had to see that, but that guy's batshit crazy, and his his thug was even worse. 
I know how to read the cards, and we weren't walking out of that situation. It's cool. You just caught me off guard. I was ready to run for the door. They would have probably caught me and beat the shit out of me. That's uh, what they well, thought they were going to do. So we're doing this as we're running through the dark. Okay. Yeah, so you, you get to uh, about where your uh, little hideout in the woods where you, you had settled down before. Um, I'm sure you had left some... Things there from you are able to find it. Yeah, and it looks quiet there, right? Because we're yeah. going to approach our little camping area pretty stealthily, but things seem cool. It, it does, um, and you get you uh, realize that by the time you get there, how exhausted you all are. It right, you know, you spent the whole day doing stuff. Um, what watch time is it? It is about you know mid, somewhere sometime between midnight and one a.m. by this point. Uh, and and, and do our watches still match? For the most part, yeah. Right. Within so reason. What did, you, okay. what did you come away with, Oscar? Um, so I just start pulling all the paper and stuff out of the bag. I don't pull out the rocks because as soon as I see Butch, I'm like, nah. Um, she said so something I, about three other scrolls. Did you find scrolls? Uh, he um, found um, four other scrolls. Four other scrolls. He, he pulls yeah, out. So I'll just put everything in front of you, Peter. I'm just like, well, it's going to be really hard to look at them by by campfire light, but uh, well, I got a flashlight. I just want to see if they're all similar. I still can't read them. Um, uh, some of these are translated. Yeah, I mean, they, they, well, they're translated just like the other one was, where there there's notes and, and stuff in the margins. But they definitely it, they the other four all look very similar. Actually, I'm I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that one. There's actually five uh, scrolls, not not four. Okay. Um, but they're all uh, very similar to the ones that um, uh, to the one that you you previously had, where they've oh. got uh, notations in the, in the the sides, where you can probably you know go through them all um, and and make out what what they all mean based off of the the notes that are in there. But it's going to take you a while to do so. Um, one of them should be a copy of the one that I had. Is that correct? You find one. Um, uh, give me, give me an idea roll. Okay. Twenty-five. Yeah, that passes. Okay, so you looked at the other one enough that you you find the one uh, out of the five that is very similar to it. However, you notice that there are just very slight variations uh, to this one uh, where things are missing. Um, you, uh, it's not as long as the other one did. And you kind of get the feeling, feeling that this is actually a forgery. Yeah. We had the real one. And she had the bad one. Now she has the real one. Look, I don't believe in any kind of magic, but there's something freaky going on here. This, yeah. These seem to be the key. So I'm... I'm, I'm I have a half a mind to just toss them on the campfire just to keep them away from those fanatic bananas. But I don't see that they cause any harm. I think that they're just just another aspect of their freaky religious obsession with those stones. Yeah, I don't want you to hurt them or damage them because, you know, the antidote might be in well, this, one of them. Yeah, this looks like here it's a forgery, but what about the other ones? Are they going to need those from us? We don't they... think they need any of them. I think this is all just their crazy religion. They're, they're that shit crazy as the rest of them. 
So the stone worked at night, even though it didn't have solar power. Well, we've seen dead. it work at night three times already. With Susan, and what was the other? Cecilia used hers too, didn't she? Oh, Celia did, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. And, but in a very local way. Like, I think we would have all been dust on the floor if it had I been sunlight. I think there comes some kind of batteries that are yeah. storing up the energy. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't think you should destroy those things at all, although we have to keep them away from these nuts. I, I won't destroy them, but we should hide them somewhere here where they can't find them. And I assume that in the course of this uh, small campfire conversation, you're going to tell us that Denby clearly wants to be the conduit between a god and all humanity. Once again, yes. Total, total yeah. banana stuff. Yeah, we pretty much confer on everything that happened. All right. So we know that it was that they had as thugs, they had Marcus, who you guys beat the shit out of. Another unnamed fellow that you guys shot to death. I think he was just a bodyguard. Right. And so it's just now Dan B and Rebecca, as far Those as we nice, know. nice boots that you got there. And um and that other guy. Oh, and Jason, yeah, yeah. And Jason. We should probably spend a little bit of time putting Bush's face back in order. Yeah. You oh, yeah. mess, you clean it he, up. He uh, must have a major wound by now. Yeah. Oh, He's got okay. one big bump here and one other big We need to figure out how the hell to get the hell out of here. Right. And you saw the cars. He's lost thirsty thirteen right. We might have to we might have to I don't know how much food we stole from the back of the diner, but we might have to hike over the mountains to get out of here. Odie. Yeah. Or steal a car. Hey, Oscar, can you steal cars? Odie, yeah. How, how about you, yeah. Odie? What about, what about me? You can he has a large person. indiction in this uh, area here. And a massive lump on the back of his head. Yeah, because I don't think we're going to be taking our own cars out. I think my, we're going to somebody else's car. My guess is that half those people didn't bother to lock their cars or even take their car keys out. That, that's what I was going to say. You know, some visor, there's probably one of these cars have to have it. Some of these cars have cranks on the front. Mm-hmm. You know. But we got to get through a blizzard once we're out of this insane summer valley. What about the what about the school bus? Uh, the um the bus they brought all the kids in at the church. It's, it's probably surrounded by cars too. And besides, do you, want, every day. do you want to be driving a bus in the in the blizzard up there? It's going to be a blizzard when we get over the hill. If we're lucky. It's better than driving a Model A. Mm. So before we retire desperately, first of all, do we want to have a watch overnight? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if anybody's going to stay awake for that, but yeah, we can try to flip a coin. Even if it's a half an hour shift, I, it's probably safer. I could take a watch. No worries. I stay up all night playing cards anyway. And we got no liquor. Oh, we have liquor. You got liquor? Yeah. Okay. Watch, watch got better. <laughs> so who is taking the first shift? I'll take first. I'll take first. What is it? A two-hour shifts? Whatever you guys think we can do. I'll, I'll I don't know how long night is. I'm going to sit off the any shift and I'm just going to sleep it off. Yeah, you need to rest. Yeah. I'll, I'll take the first shift, but I'm also going to uh, do what I can to see if I can figure out anything on these scrolls. 
maybe the yeah. GS stack. Can we can we do two two at a time so we can, you know, have a yeah. three sixty? So well, well, if if Odie and, and Peter want to do first shift, I'll do second shift. I think I'll do second shift. Yeah. Okay, we'll do it together, and that way Butch Butch can catch a little sleep and heal his damaged parts. Yeah. All right. All right. So if Robert and Butch can do third shift and not beat each other up, is that a deal? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no guarantees. No, let Butch get his rest. He's hurting. I'll do yeah, a second shift. Wake, wake me up for a second shift. Staying up all night's nothing to me. We'll wake you up. Okay, so who's doing the first shift? Me and Odie. Oh. Okay. oh. Yeah, and then right. I'll take the third shift again, too. Okay. Well, there's six um, of us, so there's two, two, and two. All right, well, so... Butch was, I was going to let Butch sleep and take his shift because he's all busted up. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, we need you, too, so... You need yeah. At least four hours of sleep. And the damage to Butch, he's not going to get better by sleeping, so... Okay. <laughs> and I think he's got a broken morning, nose. <laughs> I think when the morning comes, we need to just hotwire a car. Get the fuck out of here. You know, I really want to, I really want to retrieve Daniel, if not Susan, but mm. I think it's going to happen if it happens on I'm our way out. Because we're, we're going to die here if we stay. Yeah. The people who are in charge of whatever crazy thing is happening here know who we are now. So yeah, yeah, I would like very much to try to find at least Daniel, if not Susan, on our way out. Well, but we have to leave before dusk. Yeah, if the sun doesn't touch the mountains before dusk. Hey Peter, thing you asked him about. You asked Denby about a thing. I asked him about a, a name that's on this scroll. This name here, uh, Azathoth. And is that like a a, a fire demon? I don't what know. I don't know if it's it, it's a Greek word here. Uh, as I was speculating that uh, in 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 the, the the Greek word for the Egyptian god of knowledge is Thoth, and I'm thinking that this is the opposite. The uh, the uh, the lack of knowledge, but uh, I, I I don't know enough about it. I've never heard of this Azathoth. Uh, it gives me a bad feeling. Just the word gives me a bad feeling. I, I'm sure there's probably some reference to it at Miskatonic. Uh, they have an extensive library. If we make it back to Arkham. But uh, yeah, it gives me a strange feeling too. It's an ugly sounding word. Uh, the strange combination here too of Greek and Semitic, uh, um, uh, Sumerian, I think. Uh, very strange combination. And it's ancient Greek. It's not modern Greek or this is old. And this, the, the, these, can I tell if these are also copies of an original? Like uh, the other one was sort of a copy of a from what you can tell, the other ones uh, all appear to be original. And, and the one that, that's a copy, it's very, very uh, good. The only, the only way that you can tell that it's different is because it's missing stuff that was in the other one that you saw. Okay. Now, I could be getting stories mixed up because I played for a week. But 
did you not say that the, the, the scroll I had looked like it was maybe five or 600 years old, but the text on it's actually much, much older? Yes. The, the, the scrolls, they all look like they're physically maybe five to 700 years old, but the language on them and even the way that it's written uh, that uh, are much, much older than that. So my assumption was that these were copies that were made 700 years ago of something even older. Potentially. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what I was thinking. So with that, you're, um, those who aren't you know, taking the first shift, you're starting to fall asleep. If you haven't fallen asleep already, uh, like I said, you had a very long day. It was very stressful and, and, uh, uh, physically tolling. Um, those um, just who, yeah. one, sorry. When, once I pretty sure Butch is asleep, um, I go up to Peter and I just drop the bag of rocks in front of him and then I go off to bed. Okay. What the fuck? Oh yeah. He grabbed them during the fight. Wow. You, you, you look at the, uh, the bag and, the uh it's basically torn to shreds uh, as if somebody had taken a knife or or scissors and was cutting it and as you hold it you can feel like there should be like five or six stones you know about egg egg shaped sized stones inside of it but when you reach your hand in it you don't you don't see anything or you oh. don't see anything you don't feel anything yeah i wasn't going to do any of that <laughs> well, you can feel i mean you, you try to turn it upside down and you know, however yes. you're moving it you, there's it's there's nothing on, on there's, the inside. There's nothing in it. Now, you're, are you saying that it feels like there's something, but there is nothing? Yes. What the hell? And I, I so the bag is is fairly big. I mean, uh, yeah, about that size. So I'm I'm opening the top and I'm looking down inside. Nothing's there. No, I mean you can even see right through it because it's been torn up so much. It feels heavy as if there's rocks here, but there's no rocks here. So I'm like, Odie, look at this. What is this? It feels like the cloth is made out of lead. It's so heavy, but there's nothing here. It's like they're there, but they're not there at the not same time. Not retrievable. Like we can't get to them, but they are there. Well, they're here now, and they're not in his hands, wherever they are. And and so you you kind of look at this for a little bit longer. Um, Odie and Peter both give me constitution checks. Okay. Ow, I failed. Sixty-three. I missed it by three. So I also failed. You 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 both are just kind of. Um, Sitting there, you know, you're, you're talking, trying to stay awake, and eventually you kind of get into that lull where, you know, somebody says something and it takes about a minute or so for somebody else to respond. And before you realize it, you both just kind of nod off. Oh, shit. So, ah, sorry, I misplaced something. Um, Butch and Oscar. Mm. You both first wake up and you find yourselves not in the middle of a forest, but standing in the middle of a desert. Uh, the sun is beating down on you. Uh, looking all around, all you see are 
just dunes as far as the eye can see until you both kind of look in the same direction and looks like over one or two dunes away from you, you see this, uh, what looks like a, a spot of shelter. The, the only thing that you see along the entire desert uh, around you. Hmm. Do I see Oscar as well? Or is yeah, he just... yeah. He's, he's standing next to you. Okay. So, so does the sun feel hot or does it feel warm? It, like it feels extremely hot. Okay, so it's uncomfortable. It, yes, it, it's easily over 100 degrees. Uh, the sun is beating down on the sand. It's reflecting back on you. I mean, you can feel your skin just uh, almost cooking under the sun. Okay, I run towards the uh, shade. Okay. Oscar? I want to, is there any way I can like um, tell if I'm like dreaming or something like that? Like, like slap myself a bit or try and like wake myself up, like try to get back control over my mind a bit? Sure. Uh, go ahead and uh, I don't know, give me a power roll. Yeah, a power roll. That sounds good. Power roll. Okay. I got a 15. Um, I'm going to spend the um, some luck to get uh, extreme pass. So 15. My... You, you feel that you're, you know, maybe you are dreaming, um, but you can't seem to, to wake yourself up and everything. If this is a dream, this is one of the most vivid dreams you've ever had. Okay. Even as you're standing there, the sun is just beating down upon you and you, you, you feel yourself just start to drain of strength just from from, from standing there. Um, okay, I'm going to slowly walk okay. towards the, the structure, but I'm being way more cautious. Like, I, I don't trust anything that's going on. Okay. Uh, you, uh, I try but, to close my eyes and try to see if there's any invisible light source. I want to see if it's the sun or some other objects. Uh, no, it it is definitely the sun beating down upon you, and the sun looks just huge in the sky. Uh, as as you two are slowly making your way towards this um, this uh, piece of shelter, uh, uh, Peter and Robert, um, you find yourselves walking in the desert next to uh, Butch and Oscar as well. Um, it's just you know one one second you're in the forest you kind of dozed off and the next second you find yourselves walking next to them. Just like I described, the sun is beating down upon you. You find yourselves walking towards this, this object in, in the middle of this, this unknown desert. Uh, as, as you start to get a little bit closer, you can see that the, the object uh, it, that you're walking towards is not actually like a building or a shelter. It looks like the rotting remains of an ancient ship, half ship half buried in the sand. Like an ocean-going ship, like an ancient ocean-going ship. Okay. Oh, God, I got to get out of the sun. Uh, I don't like the heat. I don't like the sun. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to move faster ahead. Okay. You start uh, getting closer. Um, and by this time, all of you, uh, you don't know how long you've been traveling in the desert, but you find yourselves 
about 20 feet away from the, the, the ship and it looms over you. Uh, the ship, the, the remains of the ship, and it's really more of a uh, kind of like the, um, the skeleton of the ship at this point. Uh, it is probably 30 feet uh, above you. The, the wood of the ship is just rotting. Um, and at this point, uh, Odie and Mason, you find yourselves there as well, um, kind of standing in front of the ship along with everybody else. Uh, do I, do I feel rested at all? You no, uh, no, not really. Not, not like you had a, a good sleep. You, you don't, you don't feel tired, uh, necessarily. Right. Um, and I fell asleep in the woods. Right. But you don't suddenly feel standing rested. Right. And it, the, and the, the, the skeleton of this ship is wooden. It is, uh, as you start looking, uh, at it, it's, uh, about half buried in the sand. Um, it's, uh, just, more of a wooden um, a skeleton of the ship of trying to, if you've ever seen like pictures of what uh, like the Ark was supposed to look like, that, uh, that type of ship is, is kind of what it looks like, except- Long rib, a long spine rib. Exactly, exactly. Broken deck. A, a lot of, the, the deck is uh, missing for the most part, except for a couple pieces of wood. The sides of the boat have rotted away. Uh, so you basically just have the skeleton and as you look at that in, inside the skeleton of the ship, you do see a worn wooden a worn stone pedestal, uh, about three or four feet high, uh, in the middle of the ship, and the sun is clearly shining down uh, onto it. Um, everybody, give me a spot hidden roll as well. Okay. Am I am I dressed the way I was when I fell asleep? Yes, you I, all are dressed the same. I have I have the fire on my stole. I have. I made it. You you reach around for the firearm and you do find it. I made I failed my spot hidden. So I got a hard. So those who make it, you notice that coming up over a dune uh, off in the distance, rapidly marching towards the ship is a line of cloaked figures. Okay. Cloaked <laughs> in dark robes. Yes, cloaked in robes. It's, can can I tell hooded, from hooded robes? You can have maybe a minute before they'll get to you. Can I tell from the overall shape of the ship, the ribbing and stuff, what, where this, what culture this might have come from? Egyptian or Viking? Roman? You Viking. can't tell. Um, it just looks very ancient. Okay. And the wood is petrified or? No, decaying? it's rotting away. It's decaying. Even away. though it's dry in the desert. Yes. No. Wind erosion and. Punctured with holes like insects? Uh, pun punctured with holes, but more uh, like the sand whipping up and beating sand again. blasted. Yeah. Right, exactly. Huge beams? Or yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're fairly large. And the, and, the, and the vessel, I mean, again, I guess you said it was like the, the supposed Noah's Ark from Ararat, but it's like it would be 100 feet long, 200 feet long. It, you know, it, it's hard to say. You, you can't quite, you know, distances for some reason you, you can't right. quite wrap your mind around right now. You and know, are it, there masts for sails or is it no, just not flat? That, not that you, if there were, you, know, you see one very large, uh, uh, almost tree-like uh, uh, thickness uh, kind of sticking out uh, uh, from the sand at, at, at one point next to the, uh, the ship. So that could have been a mast at one point, but there's nothing, you know, there uh, – at that point. I don't think it matters. I think that it's more important about the people coming up on us. Yeah, how far away are they? 
They are, you know, just over one dune away from you. Uh, they're rapidly closing, uh, uh, getting closer and closer to the do we ship. Have, oh, we have our weapons, though? You do have your weapons. There are there how many of them? Let's see what they uh, want. Maybe there's a line of at least a dozen of them. Um, there are a couple places that you think that you might be able to hide uh, around the, the dunes or around the ship. Well, and getting in shadows seems attractive to me anyway, just because it's right, so right. blasted. Yeah. But maybe, they're, maybe it's a rescue party. Maybe they're coming to save us. I can find out from the cool place in the shadow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, everybody who's going to hide, give me, give me a stealth roll. Oh, no. Oh, zero. Just got three. it. Once again, my big ass feet stick so out. So that is just. I made super, it. Super good. I failed this time. I mean, my, my extreme is eight. So Mason, you actually, um, so for those who made it, uh, you're able to find like a, uh, some wood that you're either able to prop up or uh, a dune that's tall enough that you can either peer over yet you feel well enough hidden. Mason, you actually find this little almost like um, uh, part of the ship. Um, it was like a little storage area that was buried in the sand and was protected from the wind and the sand. And you're able to kind of open that up and get inside of it. And it's very shady in there. Although the, uh, the cracks in the wood are large enough that you can see everything that's going on. Great. Um, the, the figures rapidly uh, approach the ship. And before you know it, uh, they, they start walking onto, uh, into the skeleton of the ship and slowly starting to surround the pedestal. Uh, as you look at them, you see that they're translucent. Uh, you can uh, almost see the skeleton of the ship through them and the dunes on the other side. Uh, the, the, the figures are hooded, and even though it's bright sunlight out, you can't make, any, make out any faces that are underneath the hoods. Uh, one of the hooded, hooded figures uh, that has surrounded the pedestal uh, produces a uh, leather pouch from which they pull a, uh, an egg-shaped stone on and places it on the pedestal itself. Uh, Peter, you instantly recognize that pouch as the, the pouch that uh, Oscar had handed you, except it's uh, uh, full, um, it's not ripped up and, and torn right. apart. Uh, the group begins to chant. Uh, none of you can uh, understand the language that they're chanting in, although you do make out the words as a thought over and over in some points of the chant. Um, the group then begins to close in on the stone as the, or close in on the pedestal as the stone begins to shine brighter and brighter, finally ending in a flash that encompasses everything. Mason, you're, you're sitting in, or you're hiding in that um, like little storage area. And as it gets brighter, uh, you can imagine that how the the brightness of the light is just shining through the cracks in the uh, uh, in in the wood to to where a point where even though you're in darkness, the entire inside of there is illuminated in this uh, uh, immense flash. When the flash ends, you all find yourself uh, back in the forest. Uh, you you awaken. Uh, it is now daytime. Um, you. All of you uh, look around at each other as, as you all seem to have awoken at the same time. Uh, everybody give me sanity checks. Uh, as you all realize 
that whatever you are dealing with here um, in, in, in this valley that's going on right now is not something new. Uh, based off of the vision you just saw, you're dealing with something that has been around for millions and millions of years. A, a, a very large sense of ancient magic that now seems to permeate everything within this valley. Um, I, if you, sorry. I failed it. I failed. If, yeah. if you made it, you only lose one. If you fail it, lose a D4. I failed, so. I failed. I rolled a one, but I'm also going to take one point for when you lost for when I shot that guy also. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I lost a one as well. So I've gone down to 54. Um, 56. I've lost an awful lot of sanity. <laughs> what, what is quite saying? Lot. How, how far down are you? Uh, I'm down to 29 out of 40. Ooh. Ooh, when you started at 40 at the beginning of this? Yeah. But that's been spread out over a yeah. while. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll say you're pretty, you, you can feel your sanity starting to slip away. Um, you feel yourself on the edge of a breaking point. Uh, we won't say you've, you've hit that point yet, but you're very close. I'm prepared to also say that I've noticed that Robert and Butch have a dangerous relationship and might need to be monitored. Because Robert's gotten a little erratic, and poor Butch can't take any more hits to the head. That said, we were all just in a strange parallel universe. Yeah, and Did anyone see anything familiar to you from dreams or from something you've read? It's not the first time I've seen cultists standing around things and chanting. Cultists. I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just literally sitting there with my mom's on my knees and I'm just like staring into blackness. I'm not talking or acknowledging anyone. And, and as you're all sitting there, you know, you know, talking about what just happened or, or what you all saw and, and trying to come to terms or, or get an explanation for it, you hear cheers uh, coming from the direction of Pilgrim Park. Is it daylight? It is yeah. daylight. And looking at your watches, it is uh, about 1130 in the afternoon. Late morning. Yes. We really overslept. So if we had gone to sleep at what we thought, when we thought we had, which I would have guessed was, I don't know, 12 or 1.30 at the latest. 1.30, yeah. Because like we like, basically we followed people until dusk. And then we had some fights. And then we met the campfire. So, so we really slept for a long time. But we didn't feel well rested, I'm guessing. Not particularly well rested. I mean, you, you feel rested, but not. Well, we're sleeping on the ground, so. And our watches say eleven thirty. Yes. And what's the sun look like? Is it near noon? The sun is just big in the sky, directly overhead. Uh, you can feel the heat of the day beating down upon you. It feels even hotter than it was the day before. Even here, you know, at the edge of the woods, hiding under pines, the sun is bright. And aggressive. Yes. Okay. We really need to leave town. You, you hear another cheer coming from the direction of the, the, the park uh, again. 
and you can hear what sounds like a voice. Uh, it's hard to make out, uh, but it almost sounds like Denby's voice. Right. Denby, who wants to be the solo voice of the perfect God that we got to kill, right? Gentlemen? Just got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, we can't. If he can make this happen here, he can make it happen anywhere. I think we got to leave this town without. I, I have a feeling in the next couple of days, they're all going to be dead of radiation. Maybe, but the people, more people are coming. How, I don't even know how many people find out about this. I just want to get. Hey, I, I kind of get the feeling if we, if we kill him, it'll put it into it all. If he's the one who's doing it all, I, I don't think he's doing any more than anybody else is. I don't know why you would think that, but yeah. Well, but like Susan, how many people have we already killed? <laughs> Only one. one. Only one. Fewer than they have killed <laughs> since we've come to town. Uh, did it for last. Let's. Uh, I haven't killed anybody. Butch is mostly still alive. Let's let's sneak out of the woods at least and see. Don't even joke about that stuff. Let's have a nice cup of coffee in the woods and think about shit. Well, cup we can hear the cheering. Let's see what the fuck that is going on. Mm. Be careful not to reveal ourselves. Mason, take a swig of this and let's go see what's up with the the voice. How come you always have rules? How does it never get over? Well, I came with six bottles, and we've drank three. <laughs> it's only been a few days, as far as I can tell. Oh. So you, you start... There's no point yet that we can d determine whether our time and public time are different, right? You know, I was thinking about that. And Peter, remember when we used to go to Grandma's in the summer? She used to cook us eggs with that little thing with the sand in it. If we could get one of those, I don't think, you know, sand, it'll have the same time. You know, like the timer thing, the, the eggy egg timer thing. What what does it matter at this point? Let's just what does it matter? Out. I'm trying to figure out what, what's real so I can decide when I'm gonna, how I'm going to die. Because... As far as I know, I could die here in this valley, or I could die in a desert in a. Let's 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 go see what the cheering. Yeah, so you're you're kind of discussing this as you're making your way uh, towards the the edge of the forest, and you get to the edge of the forest, and you get a view of of Pilgrim Park and where the uh, town hall is, and in the park, uh, which is you know, right in front of town hall, there is just a large amount of people it looks like almost you know if not uh if everybody in town isn't you know crowded into this park the majority of the people are uh looking uh, around you can see that on the steps of town hall um uh you see uh, denby partridge and rebecca and jason taft standing there along with marcus who looks uh like nothing happened to him um, Marcus and Jason are working a pulley system to kind of pull the glass off of the clock uh, uh, in the apex of the, the, the town hall roof uh, down. And 
uh, Denby is standing there addressing everyone. Uh, and he stands there and you can, you can hear him say, tomorrow we will gather here at sunrise to show our true appreciation of the sun. In the meantime, I challenge you to rid yourselves of the false idols and gods. Look inside yourself for the truth. Look to your neighbor to make sure they can see the same truth you see. Do not be deceived. And with that, the entire crowd just erupts into cheers. And that's where we'll end it. Boy, I hope somebody can pass a, a, a hot wire car roll. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we know a lot of criminals. You know, apparently, yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, yeah. Indeed. Our, our players included Jerry Bryant, Vinesh Ramakrishnan, David Gassaway, Thane Fleming, Jason Melnichok, and myself with Tyler Hudakis, Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in our description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest show and <laughs> comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Duty role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.